Okay, Boker Tov, Chag Sameach, Vakulam, Boker Tov. Today, this daf is daf Dalid in Yuma. And again, we learned for four Shlema for Tova Miriam Bastavora Mindel and for Moshe Ben Rachel. <coughs> right uh, about 10 lines down on the page, Tanya Kabas Rabbi Yochran. We had a machlokas yesterday between Rabbi Yochran and Rishlokesh. How do we know that on Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol is supposed to be going to isolation seven days before he does the service on Yom Kippur. So Rabbi Yochanan said we learn it out from the Miluim. Now Rabbi Yochanan disagreed with his Rebbe because his Rebbe said from the Miluim we also learned about the Paraduma, right? We said we both learn both things from there. But Rabbi Yochanan said at least Yom Kippur he doesn't agree with the Paraduma. Paraduma is a tradition because we're more machmer there. It's a mala also. We did more stringency there. Uh, because we're more makel and we're metame the person to uh, to exclude from the um, tzedukim uh, who say you need hair of shemesh and we're metame before, so we're more machmer and we say he should go into seclusion. But the Doraisa, according to Rabbi Elchanan, is Yom Kippur learning out from Miluim. Resh Lakish disagreed. He says, no, the reason why on Yom Kippur we separate for seven days like we said in the first mission on Daf Beis, is because it's learned out from Har Sinai. Now we're going to bring a proof to both of them, to each of them. Tanya Kavasa Rabbi Yochanan, the proof to Rabbi Yochanan. Bezos Yavar and Al-Kodesh. And the Pesach in uh, Yom Kippur, uh, where it talks in Nachrim, also talks about Yom Kippur, it says, Bezos Yavar and al What is this Bezos? Just say Aaron should come to the base of Migdash with the Karbanos. What's this Bezos Yavar and Al-Kodesh? We'll see how, how the word itself not only being extra, but the way the, the formation of it in the female form, what that does. Bezos Yavar and but with this, something else that was said in a different topic. What is that? The way it says in Miluim that he had to be separated for seven days, the same way he has to be separated for seven days before him Kippur. What does it say there? Aaron Pirish Shiva. Aaron was isolated for seven days. And he served for one day. He was served, he was separated during the seven days, and on the eighth day he served. And Moshe uh, uh, trained him, taught him all the seven days that he was in, in quarantine. Moshe gave him, over, so to speak, gave him the halachas, taught him, to teach him uh, in the service. And the same thing in the future. Kohen Gadol Pore Shiva, you know, the Kohen Gadol, Ladoris means eventually on Yom Kippur, uh, for, for the generations after. And Yom Kippur also, the Kohen Gadol Pore Shiva, he separates for seven days, and Mishamashim serves for one day. In other words, he's, he's, he's separated for the seven days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and he serves for one day. Two were students of Moshe, make sure that they're not Sudukim, make sure that they are not Sadducees, people who don't believe in Torah's Moshe and, 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 uh, and uh, Torah Shabbat Peh. And they accompany him, Moshe and Lo, Kol Shiva, they accompany these two guys, these two Tamil accompany him for all the seven days, in order to teach him uh, the proper Avoda. Tosh Hashanah brings down that, um, that it's very common, we find uh, in other places also, that you always have two people accompanying him, uh, so to speak, to fulfill the pasuk of tovim shnayim mino echad, to to have an influence on him, to be mashpia him, to teach him. Two guys are better than one. You know, sometimes if you ever had uh, if you ever had uh, some rabbi or representative of a good cause come to your house uh, to collect money, when two guys show up, you feel a little bit more uh, motivated than if one guy comes. You know, if two guys come, it's more of an influence. Another shot can be uh, that um, the Tosa Rush says another reason is is because 
if two guys come and teach him, he can't say he didn't know. We got two Adam. The two guys who come and teach him are there. He can't say, oh, I made a mistake. I, I didn't know. Nobody taught me that. Uh, this way they told him. He can't say, well, I didn't know. You know, there were two guys. There were two, two uh, witnesses. In any case, two guys accompany and make sure that it's, it's, they're, they are students of Moshe. Just like Moshe taught Aaron during the seven days of isolation at the consecration of the temple, the same way two guys accompany, two to accompany the uh, Kohen Gadol on Yom, before Yom Kippur. Uh, from here we see that seven days before Yom Kippur, we isolate him, we take him away from his house, like we saw in the Mishnah, in the Parhedrin, in the that chamber in the basin. Now, just like we're Mafrishin Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur, here we also we also isolate this Kohen who does the like we saw in the Mishnah in Para, Quarter and Beis Aleph. To that chamber on the and the bira in the basement. There's some of the northeast chain. It's in the northeast. Now it says ukeshem. It sounds like we're also learning that out from bezos. No, Rashi here points out lo If Rashi says even where we are, Rashi lo mikrayola floy. Didn't learn how to pasuk elamalabama. Like we said before, it's an extra stringency. It's a higher degree. Uh, it's a higher standard that we want to apply over here, but it's not based on the Pasuk, because remember, Rabbi Yochanan's Rebbe, Rabbi Shmuel, says they're both based on the Pasuk, and we saw in Daf Beis, and we saw in yesterday's Daf, and we'll see again here now, that uh, that Lasos is Leparaduma, Lachaper is for Yom Kippur, but they learn both of them out from the Miluim, but Rabbi Yochanan himself only learns out Yom Kippur from the Miluim. The uh, the Parah, he says, that's an extra strategy, that's not based on a Pasuk. So this idea of ukeshem uh, is not really, even if this is part of the b'risa, it doesn't really mean it's based on the Pasuk of Bezos. It's not a do'risa. We're just adding on that ukeshem, uh, just like we, the Kohen Gadol is isolated uh, on Yom Kippur, Kachmafish and Kohen has served as a part of the, by the Paraduma, also the Kohen who does it. It's not the, par, it's not the Kohen Gadol, uh, also is, is isolated. Remember, how do we, if you hold that you, that the Paraduma is learned out from the Milum, it's based on the Gzair Shavav, Tzivat Tzivav, back on that base. Of Siva Siva. The reason we said that Yom Kippur is applied is because, number one, you have L'chaper, but L'chaper could be one of the other holidays or other Karbonos, and we brought down the four reasons yesterday why. And one of them was they both require the Kohen Gadol, just as it requires to go to the other Karbonos, on Yanta, Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, whatever, Rosh Hashanah doesn't require the Kohen Gadol. On Yom Kippur does, and that's the similarity. One of the four answers that we gave. In any case, we see over here that just like we, the coin Gadol is, is isolated before Yom Kippur, the so too, the coin who does the Paraduma work is also isolated. Both of them, both the coin Gadol and Yom Kippur, before Yom Kippur, and the coin who, who um, does the uh, Paraduma work, both of Mazen love called Shiva. He is sprinkled all seven days. From the May Paraduma that, that was there, either from Moshe's, as we said, Moshe's still existed, or the, all the other Paraduma waters. There were some ashes left over from all of them, and they used those. Vim Tomar, Miluim Dam. How can you say you learned it out from Miluim about the Hazo, about the sprinkling? Over there, it was Dam, Shemen, and Dam. Hochamayim, here it's Mayim. Amr, like we said the other day, here, the other day we quoted this Gemara. Amr, Nitzchus, Sumayim, Tachas, Dam. In other words, in Miluim it was Dam, but eventually the Mayim of the Paradum, at the time of the Miluim, you didn't have the Paradum water yet. They were, this is. The, uh, the Milum was the first uh, thing that they had. They didn't have the Paraduma yet. After they had Paraduma, Paraduma took the place of the Dam. That's all one Pusik. That's all based, that's the Brysa that learns out like Rabbi Yochanan, not in the name of his Rebbe, 
that at least Yom Kippur's learned out from Miluim. But Omer, another Pusik says, Kasher Asabayom said, this is the Pusik we had back on the base. By the, at the Milum, it says, Kasher Asabayom said, just like we did on this day, Siva Hashem Lasos, Hashem commanded Lasos Lachapra Aleichem, Lasos Elamasa Para. Again, on this Brisa, this Brisa seems to say, like Rabbi Yochanan's Rabbi Rishmol, that the Pusik itself, Lasos is teaching us Maisa Paradum, and not that it's learned out that it's a Mala, like Rabbi Yochanan himself said, but like Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Shmuel, Lasos Elamasa Para, Lachapra Elamasim Kippur. Okay, so we'll come back to why we needed another Pusik over here. The first Pusik was really the proof to Rabbi Yochanan. At least the, the first Pusik was a proof to Rabbi Yochanan solely, not to his Rebbe. Uh, now this Pusik really shows like Rabbi Yochanan, at least, even if it's like his Rebbe, but it shows that he holds that Yom Kippur's learned out from Miluim as opposed to being learned out from Sinai, like Rishlokish. We'll come to Rishlokish soon. Why are you learning out from Bezos? Bezos, you're Kodesh. What should Aaron come to on the Kodesh and Yom Kippur? With something else that we learned in the Indian of Milum. Who says? Maybe it's Bezos. It says Bezos, Yovar, Aaron, Ala, Kodesh, Befar, Ben Bakr, the Karbatas. Maybe it's this, 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 that's following this, colon, these are the things that he needs to bring. Bezos, Befar, Ben Bakr, Lachatas, Vaya, Laola, Amaila, Karbun, Chodiv, who would only be coming to tell us for a Karbun, Lamekra, Beze, O, Beela. Par and a par ben bucker and an ayel are two male animals. So let it say uh, be'ela or be, or bezeh. Why bezos? Why the female than a keva? My bezos shmamino tarti. So you see both things from here. Number one, it's referring to the kabbanas, but also it's referring to the prisha. As Rashi says, prisha, the separation, the isolation, is a lashon the keva prisha, and therefore that's what it tells us that bezos. What should Aaron come into the Yom Kippur service with? Not only bringing his karbonos, but with the same isolation that we mentioned back in the Miluim. My bummer, why do we need a second Pusik for? You said Bezos, and you learn a Bezos from Miluim. Then you say, if another Pusik, the Pusik itself of Miluim indicates that there are other cases also where you need isolation. Kashir also on the Miluim, Tzivashem Lasos by the Parah and Lachapir by Yom Kippur. What do we need a second Pusik? Who the boy Prisha? If you would only tell me Bezos, I would say, okay, the first Yom Kippur needs isolation. The first time we did any service in the base of Megdush or the Mishkan, that was the Miluim. And maybe at the first Yom Kippur, the first time that, uh, that um, uh, the Aaron Cohen officiated on a Yom Kippur, so maybe there he needs isolation, just like the first time in the Miluim. It's only one time. It's a one-off. Avil Yom Kippur, the Alma, all the other Yom Kippurs, maybe not. Maybe only the first Yom Kippur, just like the first consecration. Inami, or I might say, coin Godel Kamu to buy preacher. Or I might say, maybe it needs many Yom Kippurs, but it's only on Aaron Cohen, just like Aaron Cohen did the Miluim. So here also, as long as Aaron Cohen was alive, he was the first Kohen Gadol, so Darren needs Prishav. A Kohen Gadol be Alma, but some other Kohen Gadol who took Aaron's place after he died? Lo, maybe not. Toshma, no. Kasher also, the extra Pusik, the second Pusik teaches, just like we see by the Miluim, so you should also always do by the Paraduma and by the, by uh, Anyam Kippur. So that's all the proof to Rabbi Yochanan, that how do we know that Anyam Kippur, the Kohen Gadol, must be isolated for seven days based on Para Aduma? from both in the Pusik that talks about Yom Kippur, Bezos teaches us with this, with what? With the Prisha, with the quarantine that we mentioned elsewhere in the Miluim, so here. And we also have the Pusik of the Miluim itself, which says, Lasos, Kasher Osa, like you did on this day by the Miluim, Hashem command you also to do in the future, Lasos by Paraduma and Lachaper by Yom Kippur. 
Tanik was to Rishlakish. Now we come to Rishlakish, which is a little bit more complicated. Rishlakish says, how does he know, how does Rishlakish know that they, everybody agrees with our Mishnah that the Kohen Gadol must be isolated for seven days before Yom Kippur? How do we know that, uh, how does he know that from? He learns it out from Sinai, from the story of Har Sinai. He doesn't learn it from the Ulam at all. Tanik was to Rishlakish. Moshe, all of Anam. Now let's listen carefully. We're going to have a, a machlokus over here. When did, there's, there's several machlokas, and one machlokas is, when did we get the Torah? When was the first initiation of the Torah? Now, the Torah wasn't given, you know, uh, with the Sefer Torah like we have today, that Moshe came down with Sefer Torah. We know about the Ten Commandments, and we know about the Luchos. When did it all take place? Different opinions over here. So we're going to see an opinion, number one, when were the Ten Commandments given? Was it on the 6th of Sivan or the 7th of Sivan? We keep Shavuos on the 6th of Sivan. That's how we go, 6th of Sivan or the 7th of Sivan. That's going to be one machlokas. But there's also a machlokas, what, did Moshe isolate? Was Moshe isolated? So let's see what happens. Moshe Olabonin, he went up into the cloud, but Eskasmon, and he was covered up by the cloud. And as the cloud that Hashem uh, uh, rained down was not only covering the mountain, but it was also covering up Moshe. But Eskasmon, he was sanctified with the Anan. So he could accept the Torah in sanctification. Hashem rested his honor on Har Sinai. Zehoyamasa, listen to these words, Acharaserasa Dibros. In other words, according to this first opinion, In other words, we all know Moshe went up to the mountain for 40 days. Okay? The 40 days was after, after, he, uh, he, he, the, after Hashem rested on him and after the Ten Commandments were given. The Ten Commandments were first given. We have an idea that, you know, he went up for 40 days and he brought down the Ten Commandments. No. The Ten Commandments were there first. This story that Moshe went up and he was covered up by the Anan, by the Anan of Kvod Hashem, was after the Aseris Adibros. First Hashem gave the Aseris Adibros, which was before the, before the 40 days. In other words, as we're going to explain, this is what happened. On Rosh Chodesh Sivan, they came to the Mount Sinai, right? For the next six days, Moshe went up and back and forth, and Hashem said, get, get the people prepared, stay, stay away from your wives, don't come too close to the mountain. And then and, and they said they, they gave a message back, and Moshe went back. He went back and forth. He was like the messenger between God and the Jewish people for those first six days. On the first days of Sivan, on the sixth day of Sivan, Hashem gave us the Ten Commandments, and everybody heard it. Heard it. Afterwards, Moshe went up to Har Sinai, he went up to Har Sinai, and he was isolated for the six days. Remember, it's six days. We saw yesterday, Bishlaki said six days, so why are you isolated seven days? That's because we're afraid that he might have lived with his wife uh, the seventh day before Yom Kippur, and we wanted to be isolated so that he shouldn't, uh, you know, that he shouldn't be Tomei, because if, if his wife was Tomei, was Anida, he'd be Tomei for seven days, so we added an extra day. That's the reason why Yom Kippur seven days, but, but Rishlakish learns that out, that basic idea of isolation, of quarantine, is from Sinai. So what happened over here? Listen carefully. They came to the Medbar Sinai again, on the beginning of Rosh Chodesh Sivan. For a few days, he was going back and forth, telling people what to do. Then they got to Aseris Dibros. Then Moshe went up for the 40 days. And, the, and we'll see, he went, up, he went up to the mountain and he went into isolation for six days. And then there were 40 days later, we'll talk about the six days and the 40 days, but he went up for isolation after the Aseris Dibros and he was I- isolated. That's what Yosei Glig says. Rabbi Kiva says, no, there was no isolation there at all. Vayish, Amar Vayishko and Kvar Hashem, this Pasuk in Mishpatim, 
Pasuk Mishpatim, which says in Perak Haftal, Pasuk Tes Zayin, says, Vayishkam Kod Hashem Sinai. Hashem rested his honor on our Sinai. And the, and the uh, cloud covered him for six days. According to Rabbi Yosei Galila, covered the mountain and covered Moshe. Then, according to Rabbi Yosei Galili, Hashem, after the six days, after the after Sarsadibros on the sixth of Sivan, then he went upstairs for six days, Moshe. Then Hashem called him on the seventh day, you know, first you're in isolation, then then. Then he started the uh, teaching Moshe the rest of the Torah, as we'll see. That's Rabbi Yosei Glili. Rabbi Kiva says, no, there was no isolation at all. Rabbi Kiva says, Vayishken kvod Hashem Hashem Meresh Chodesh. Right, Hashem, Hashem rested his honor Meresh Chodesh. Vayichasei Ona Lahar. Hashem didn't cover up Moshe. Moshe didn't go into isolation in the, in the mountain. Hashem covered up the mountain. And then Vayikro Moshe, Vecho Yisrael Omdim. Then Hashem called Moshe. And Yisrael. So what's what, what's what by Yikra? But what does it mean by Yishkan Kvarashal Moshe? And then by Yikra Moshe be Yomishvi. Why did they call Moshe? They all went together. Moshe Hashem didn't call Moshe out of his isolation, like Rabbi Yosi Gluli says. Rabbi Kiva says no. Hashem called Moshe and the rest of the Yisrael. So why was Moshe mentioned? They were all standing there. In other words, but by Yikra Hashem Moshe means on the on the sixth or the seventh day, when depending on how you learn when was the Torah given, when were the first Aseris that was given, Hashem gave it to everybody together there. There was no isolation for Moshe at all, according to Rabbi Kiva. So what does it mean by Yikra Moshe? Because they were all standing there. So why did it say Moshe? They were all there. They all got it together. According to Rabbi Kiva, Yikra Moshe is after after the Aseris Dibros and after Moshe went into isolation for six days. Then Hashem called Moshe and says, "Come on, I'm going to teach you the rest of the Torah." According to Rabbi Kiva, Vayikra Moshe is when Hashem gave the, six, the Ten Commandments, either on the sixth or the seventh day. Vayikra Moshe, why did he mention Moshe? To give honor to Moshe. Hashem wanted to mention his name like it's because of Moshe, right? Uh, but, but the mountain didn't cover him up. He wasn't in quarantine at all. That's the second Rabbi Kiva. Now, there's two more opinions who agree with Rabbi Yosei though, that Moshe was in isolation. You know why the Pasuk is telling us over here uh, that um, that he was covered up? Why did he call Moshe? Hashem, what does it mean, Moshe? Not just to give him honor. He really was in isolation. But the Pasuk was that he called Moshe in order to, um, to dissolve all the food in his body, to, to purge all the food, in order to accept the Torah, he had to be like a Malach, so he had no food in his body. Farshim say afterwards, doesn't mention later on Vayikra Moshe by the second, it could be that he was fasting the whole time between them, so he wouldn't have any food in his body. But anyway, that's the second, that's the third opinion. But he also holds, Rashi says, he holds Rabbi Nassim also holds that Moshe was, was isolated. But why was he isolated? He was isolated in order to, uh, to purge out the food from his body, to be, to be on a holy level like an angel. Rabbi Nassim to scare him. To to uh, to put instill fear in him. So the Torah should be given with fear, with with trembling, and with 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 sweat, without you know shaking. Shenamar ibdu es Hashem biyira. Also as if Hashem besimcha, right? But ibdu es Hashem biyira. Serve God in fear, vigilu, and rejoice. Barada in trembling. My vigilu. What does that mean? Rejoice in trembling. Amaravada barmasna. Amarav mamakam gila in the place where there's rejoicing because we got the Torah. Right, that's the, that's what he means by the Mamakam Gila Matan Torah Shaluchas Dechsif Pikidu Hashem Yisharm Besam Chelev. The the words of the Torah, the the um, um, the uh, laws of the Torah, 
or uh, make us rejoice. So in place of rejoice, also there should be trembling. You know, they can still fear in him. But in both, everybody, these last two opinions also agree through the first opinion of Belzeglili like, that Moshe was in isolation. And Hashem called him. What did he call him? He called him not just to give him honor, but to scare him, to, to clean out his uh, innards, whatever, etc. So those are the opinions. Mike and what's the machlokas here? Mike and okay, what's the machlokas? What's the machlokas here? Belzeglili says Moshe was in isolation, as the last two, as the third or fourth opinions also. And Rekiva says not. But Plukdadani Torah, the famous machlokas, the following machlokas that we've had elsewhere in Shas. More in Shabbos that talks about the sources for how do we know it's the sixth day or the seventh day. But here's the machlokas. Tanya, Bashisha B'chodesh Nitna Torah Yisrael. Tanakama says that the Torah was given on the sixth of Sivan. B'shivabo. It was on the seventh day. So the one who says on the sixth day, B'shisha Nitna B'shiva Allah. The Torah was given on the sixth day. And on the seventh day of Sivan, Moshe went up to, uh, to the, up, up the mountain to receive the rest of the Torah. Okay, okay, but Shem called Moshe on the seventh day. It's not really because on the seventh day he went up, meaning the seventh day of isolation, but we'll see. So Rabbi Yossi says, B'shiva. So Manda Omar B'shiva, the one who says he went up on the seventh day, B'shiva Nitna B'shiva Allah. Everybody agrees that he went up on the mountain on the seventh day of Sivan. The question is, was the Torah given on the sixth or the, or the seventh? That's a machlok in Gemara Shabbos, when the, and the Gemara and Shabbos brings down the reasons what it's based on. Okay, and, and here B'shiva Nitna B'shiva Allah, Tzibayko Moshe Bayom HaShvi. Okay, so he went up on the seventh day. But again, the Pusik is could be is really referring to a court as we said according to Rabbi the Vehicle Moshe is on the seventh day after isolation. So Rabbi Yosei is Savar Katanakama. Rabbi who said that Moshe was in isolation, I was like the Tanakama. Torah, the Torah meaning the beginning of the Torah, the Ten Commandments. It's not really ten; it's more. But the Aseris, what we call the Aseris of Dibros, was given on the sixth. Hilkach Zayah Maisa. This Misa, which Misa? The Misa that Moshe went up on the mountain and was in isolation. Then Hashem called him, Achar Aseris Adibros. Vayishkon, that's possible. Vayishkon kvar Hashem al Har Sinai. And Hashem rested his, mountain, his countenance on Har Sinai. And it covered up the, un, the ununcovered, the mountain and Moshe. Sheish Yisyamim Lamosha Covered him up six days. And then Hashem called Moshe on the seventh day, not the seventh day of Sivan, the seventh day after he was after he'd been isolated for six days. Hashem called him on the seventh day, the Kabuli Shartar, to teach him the rest of the Torah. Now, how do how do you know? Maybe it's like Rishlokesh that said what that Vayishkan Kvar Hashem is from Rishchodesh. Vayishkan Kvar Hashem is from Rishchodesh. Hashem said Hashem was on the mountain for six days, and during those first six days of Sivan, Moshe went back and forth as a messenger between them. If you say like Rishlokish says that Hashem that Beishkin is referring to Rishchodesh, Lahar and Hashem covered up the mountain, not Moshe. So Moshe What do you mean Hashem called Moshe on the seventh day to be Mikabla If you learn like Rishlokish, Moshe is like what? On the seventh day. Why did Hashem call him on the seventh day of what? The seventh day of Sivan to be Mikabal the Torah? If you hold if Rabbi Yosei holds like the Tanakama, that the Torah was given, the first t- t- ten Seres uh, Dibbos was given on the sixth day of Sivan, so why would Hashem call Moshe on the seventh day to be Mekabal the Seres Dibros? Doesn't make any sense. He was Mekabal the Marty on the sixth day. He says, again, Hashem, that the none was just covered up the mountain. And Hashem called Moshe on the seventh day, what? He already got him on the sixth, sixth day of Sivan. So if you learn that the service was given on the sixth day, so what does it mean Hashem called him on the seventh day? What, what did he call him for? 
No, it means, you know what it means? It means that after him, Kabbalah, the, the, Aserah Stibus, on the sixth day of Stephen, he went up to the, he went up to the mountain. He was there isolated for six days on the mountain. That's a different six days, not the sixth day of Stephen, but the six days from the seventh through the twelfth. Then, then Hashem called him on the seventh day, come out of the isolation. I'm going to teach you the rest of the Torah. Let's talk, right? Uh, if you say, cause if you say like, like Rish Lakesh, doesn't make sense that he if if he that what Hashem gave the Torah on the sixth day. So what did he call him on the seventh day? The Kubayas they already got on the sixth day. But Anan Meshisha and the Anan. If you say that the Hashem was there for the six days, the Anan was already gone on the sixth day. So what is he calling him on the seventh day? Rabbi Kiva Savanal Kabyosi, Rabbi Siva Al Kabyosi, the Amr Bishiva Bachadish the Torah. The Torah is given on the seventh day of Sivan. Israel. That's when Hashem. That's when they got it. And therefore, what happened? So by Yishkon is going on. The Hashem was on the mountain from the Rosh Chodesh Sivan until the sixth day of Sivan, and Moshe was just running back and forth between Hashem and Bnei Yisrael. He was not in isolation, and Hashem called Moshe, and the rest of Bnei Yisrael, okay, on the seventh day of Sivan, I'm giving you the Torah. That's how Rabbi Kiva learns. So, Bishlam, Rabbi Kiva, according to Rabbi Kiva, we have a good point. What happened? The first Luchos were, were, the Luchos were broken when he came down in Shavasar Batamas. So, it makes sense. Why? Because what happened? There was 40 days after he gave the Torah on the seventh day, and on the seventh day, Moshe went up to the mountain, right? Moshe went up to the mountain. There was no isolation. Moshe went up to the mountain after he got the Aserus Dibras on the seventh day. Then he went up to the mountain that day to get the rest of the Torah, to get the rest of the Torah. And when he came down, 40 days later, he broke the Luchas when he saw what was going on downstairs there, right? So, why? Why is it the 17th? Because he was there for 40 days. How do you get 40 days? If he went up on the seventh day of Sivan, Esrim Barba Sivan, you got 24 more days, including the seventh day of Sivan. There's, 20, there's 24 more days in Sivan. Veshitzar the Thomas, and 16 days of Thomas. Molar Bonyomini, that fills up, that takes 40 days. That's 40 days. Again, 24 from Sivan. And 16 days of Thomas, which would be to the 16th of Thomas, the Hava Bahar, he was 40 days, that, that takes the 40 days that he was in the mountain. Uva Shavasar Batamas, Nachas, he came down on the 17th of Thomas, Shavasar Batamas, Vasa, and he came and he saw what was going on, but Tabrina Luchas, he broke the Luchas. Does this make sense? El Rabbi but according to Rabbi the what happened? It wasn't that Rabbi Yosei says that he was in isolation. Everybody agrees that from the first to the seventh to the sixth day of Sivan, he wasn't in isolation because he was busy going back and forth from Hashem. According to Bekiva, he says there was no isolation. Okay, so he went up on the seventh of Sivan. After they got the, the Luchos on the seventh of Sivan, he, uh, he went up there and he was there for 24 more days of Sivan and 16 days of Thomas. And he came down 40 days later and broke the Luchos. But according to Prisha that there were f- six days of se- isolation after they got the Torah on the sixth day. He went up on the seventh day, and he was in isolation for six days, and presumably after the isolation of six days, he was there for another 40 days getting the Torah. So, there are six days of isolation after Aseris Dibras. Varbon, Dahar, and 40 days in the mountain. It comes out the Luchas weren't broken until 23rd of of Thomas, and we have Shavasar for Thomas. That's why you have three weeks, right? According to this, it would only be two weeks in a day, right? It would only be a little bit less. So, Rabam Daviat, Adas and Thomas, Lord comes out that Luchas wouldn't have been broken until the 23rd. How does Shavasar for Thomas work on the calendar? No, our born Dahar, Bahadi Shisha, the Prisha comes like this. The six days that Moshe was isolated, according to Rabbi Yosei who we said is, um, 
And that's how Rish Lakish learns out his whole thing. This whole thing was to prove that Rish Lakish learns out the isolation from Harsinai. This is why, like, like, like the Rabbi Yosei and like the third and fourth Tanis over here also say that he was isolated for six days. So if he was isolated for six days, starting on the seventh of Sivan, you'd need 46 days, not 40 days, to come out, and would come out on the 23rd of Thomas, not the 17th. The answer is the six days that he was isolated are included in the 40 days. Moshe indeed went up on the seventh day, like everybody agrees. The first six days he was isolated. Then Hashem called him, come here, I'm going to teach you the rest of the Torah, in the other 34 days. He didn't teach him the Torah in 40 days, but in 34 days. And that's how it works out. Amar Mar, they're going back to what? The second opinion of Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, Vayikra Moshe, Moshe of Yisrael, Hashem called Moshe, all of them, this is when he got the Torah, but not, not Vayikra Moshe, like Rabbi Yisrael, says he called him after the six days of isolation, but rather Vayikra Moshe to get the Aser Sedibros, like Rabbi Kiva learns. Vayikra Moshe, Moshe of Yisrael, Omdim, Messiah of Blessed, Proust of Blessed, Amr of Blessed, Vayikra Moshe, Moshe of Yisrael, Omdim, Vlabakas Valchalakavad Lamosha. Tosh ask, what is this doing over here? We have, whenever you have a proof to this idea of Rabbi Kiva, maybe he says because we hold like Rabbi Kiva Mechaveiro, not Mechaveiro, it's trying to bring a proof that this would be like Rabbi Kiva. Okay, anyway, that's, they gave cover to Moshe, but it doesn't mean that only Moshe got the Torah, they all got the Torah there at the same time. Mesve. The Pusik says, by Yishma Esakol, Moshe went near the uh, Kaporas in the base in the base of Mishra, and by Yishma Esakol, Midaber Elov, and he heard the mountain, he heard the voice speaking to him, Right? It didn't say Medaber Lo, but it says Medaber Elov. Mesvei Kol Lo. You could have just said, he heard the Vayikra Medaber Elov speaking to him. What's Elov, that long Lushan that he spoke to him, Kol Elov? Moshe Shama Lo Kha Yisrael. He's trying to emphasize it was only to him only. The normal way to say Vayidaber Moshe or Medaber Lo. He was speaking to him, Medaber Lo. What's Medaber Elov to him only? It sounds like Moshe Shama Lo Yisrael Lo Shama. Only Moshe or not everybody. So how could you say, like Rabbi Kiva learns, that they all heard it together? That Vayikra Moshe is speaking about when he gave the original Sarah said, was like Rabbi Kiva learns. There was no isolation at all. Simply the six days, Moshe went back and forth, and then Hashem called to Moshe, I'm giving you the Sarah said, now. So if that's the case, everybody heard it. So what does it mean? I love Moshe only heard it, nobody else heard it. It's Lokasha, At Arsina, they all heard it. But in the Olmoid, when Moshe went inside the Mishkan, it, it, near the Kodesh Kodashim, that only Moshe heard. Vibai St. Mark could tell you, Havaha, the year says, Havaha, they're both speaking Olmoid. Lokasha, Kriya, Dibor. One was sometimes he called him, Baikro Moshe, Baikro Moshe, maybe everybody called him. But the Dibor, when Hashem spoke, right, when he called him, come here, come here, Moshe. Then everybody heard, but when it says, when it says Dibur, Medabra, that's Dibur, a love only to Moshe. Razrek Rami Kroy, Kamid Rab Lazar, he asked the following steer in front of Rab Lazar, but Amelia, some say that Rab Zaker, the Rab Lazar himself asked this steer. Rami Pusik says, Moshe Moshe was not able to, to come into the Olamoid, to attend the Olamoid, Ki Shachan Alav Hanan, because the Anan of Hashem, so to speak, prevented him from coming along. Then the, the Anan of, of uh, Kavad of Hashem rested on the Olamoid, and Moshe couldn't come in. The Ksivan says, Ve'ev Moshe Betochan, he came through in middle of the Anan. So how do you resolve the two circum? One says he wasn't able to come because there was the Anan of Hashem. One says he came in in the middle of the cloud. The answer is, He wasn't able to come in, but Hashem, so to speak, grabbed him by the collar, and brought him through the Anan. The Rebbe Shmoltani says, the Pasuk says, Nemar, it says, Betoch, Vayova Moshe Betochanan, Venema Laholim Betoch, and it says, Betoch by the Shira, Vayovo Bnei Yisrael, Besoch Yamakriyas Yamsuf, Malal and Shvil, 
How did they come through Yamsuf? Hashem made a path for them, or 12 paths for, for each of the Shvatim, as the Medra says. In other words, he wasn't able to go through the cloud, but Hashem created for him a path through the clouds. What is this Lashon? Right? Beginning of Vayikra, it says, Hashem called Moshe, and then he spoke to him. But why did he first call him Moshe? Moshe, I want to talk to you. Why did he come first? Linda teaches you uh, common courtesy. You shouldn't just walk over and start talking to somebody. Some people come over to you to talk. They're already in the middle of a sentence. I don't know what they're talking about. The proper way to address somebody is to call them first. You know, I'd like to talk to you, doctor. You know, I'd like to talk to you, Moshe, Jim, whoever you're speaking to. You should first call his name out first. That's what he means by uh, you should call him first, meaning that you should mention, you should say his name. That's the way Yom Rechavayim Karev Shikrav it's like you're talking, Marshal says. It's like you call his name. It's like, you know, may I have a word with you, please, for a moment, you know? Um, be careful, though, when they say yesh l'chadaka, because when they say yesh l'chadaka, they mean at least 10 minutes. If they want, if they say, do you have five minutes, that's an hour, you know? So if they say a half an hour, forget about it. You're not going to be free the rest of the day. So be careful, but at least the proper thing is to call your name out first. You shouldn't speak to somebody unless you call him first. You say his name first. You would talk to him. Lay more. What does that mean? Lay more. What does that mean? Lay more. What is that lotion of lay more? Uh, so, if you say something, some people like to you tell them something. They go right away blab it to somebody else. Even if they don't tell you, don't tell anybody else. You shouldn't tell anybody else. The proper thing is if somebody tells you something, you keep your mouth shut. Unless he says, you can, you can spread the word. You shouldn't say it to anybody else. Until he tells him, go tell somebody else. Right? Tell him, lay more, go tell this to other people. In other words, he said, Hashem told him, lay more, go tell this to other people. Right? Don't say it unless, or, don't say it unless, unless uh, he gives you a shus. Now, back to, this is the end of this uh, discussion, really, about the proofs to both Rebbe and Meshlakish. But Rebbe and Meshlakish disagreed, right? Rebbe said, how do we know Yom Kippur? He has to be isolated for seven days before seven days. Why? You learn out from the Miluim. Rebbe says, you learn out from Sinai, six days, really, of separation. But we had a seventh day in case he becomes tummy with his wife. But they both agree, Mechlal Tarbiosphere, they both agree, Miluim, that the Miluim, call a customer, whatever it says by the Miluim was Ma'akib, and others was indispensable. How do we know that? How do we know that? How do, how, how do we see that? Because Rishlakish turned to Rabbi Yochanan and said, listen, I understand you. You say you learn out from the Iluim, but by the Iluim, whatever, whatever was there, it was indispensable. So uh, uh, here, are you going to say the same thing here, that the isolation was indispensable? But you can't say that because in our mission, what did you say? That they set aside a backup coin. Guttel, in case the coin guttel himself becomes tummy, they set aside a backup one. But it didn't say that the backup one had to go into isolation. What happens if the coin guttel indeed did become tummy? And they had to use the backup coin guttel. He had to be the he had to become the coin guttel for Yom Kippur, for that Yom Kippur, but he hadn't been in isolation. He hadn't been in isolation. You didn't say it. You say the coin guttel himself, you isolate him. The other one, you just prepare him, you set him up, you but you didn't say if the in isolation. So uh, if you learn out from Miluim, just by Miluim, everything there, as we'll see, was indispensable including the isolation. So by Yom Kippur, you're not saying the isolation is indispensable because the backup coin wouldn't be isolated. 
So uh, that's what Rosh Lakish turned to Rabbi So we said yesterday, Rabbi Yochan himself will say, no, you learn out from Milum, but my Milum was indispensable by the by M. Kippur. It's not indispensable, but you learn out the general idea of isolation from Milum. That's what Rabbi Yochan will say. But everybody agrees that by the Milum it was indispensable. Why do we say date my Milum? Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Yochan, is Machlokas. One says, even by the Milum itself, whatever it says there is Ma'akib. It's indispensable, as we'll see. Whether it's the smicha of uh, putting your hands on the, on the animal or the waving, whatever. We'll see those ideas tomorrow. But the Milum, whatever's there, is indispensable. Anything which Ma'akib Ladoras, and as Karbonus in the future, after the consecration, all the Karbonus that we learned about in Kodshim, Things that are ma'akiv, like shechita kabbal lachazrika, that's ma'akiv there too. Things that aren't ma'akiv ladoras, like like waving or or smicha, putting your hands on the on the head of the animal while it's still alive, pressing down, that's not ma'akiv. It's also not ma'akiv by the miluim. So there's a machlokas or biyachon Which one said which? Well, we're going to prove this time. Rabbi Yochanan is the one who says that whatever, by the miluim itself, whatever it says there is ma'akiv. It's indispensable. Why? As we just mentioned, Midikam Rishlokish, the Rabbi Yochan says Rishlokish, Rabbi Yochan said at this point yesterday on yesterday's daf, Ahmed Bey is on the bottom. Imam Iluim, wait, if it may Miluim, call a custom nakam, just like by Miluim, everything which it says there to do is indispensable. Kamakum in. Uh, and are you going to say the same thing by Yom Kippur? And by Yom Kippur, obviously, the isolation is not indispensable because he didn't put the backup coin in, in isolation. So, and Rabbi Yochanan didn't, uh, didn't protest. He didn't say, no, by Milum, it's not indispensable. He agreed. By Milum, it's indispensable. By Yom Kippur, it's not. Rishlaki says, if you learn out from Milum, just like by Milum, it's indispensable here too. Rabbi Yochanan disagrees. No, by Milum, it's indispensable, but not by Yom Kippur. But he didn't say, no, by Milum, I disagree with you. So it's obviously Rabbi Yochanan is the one who holds that by Milum, it is, indis- it, it is indispensable. Fine, he just doesn't learn out you know, the, the, the indispensability to Yom Kippur. He doesn't learn that out from, uh, from, um, uh, from Milum. So, he didn't answer him. This time, it's a good, that's a good proof. So Rabbi Yochanan is the one who says, and we said Rish Lakish obviously agrees with him too, that, um, that uh, by the Milum, everything it says there is indispensable. Not so by Yom Kippur, right? But everybody agrees by Milum it's indispensable. What's the difference if it's indispensable? What are we discussing? My denial. That we'll see tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. Hey, what are the things that are indispensable by Miluim and that are not indispensable, let's say, by, uh, by uh, Yom Kippur or by other Kabbados? So as we'll say, Smicha, Tanufa, other things, we'll get into that tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. What are the things we're talking about? In other words, according to Rab Hanina, it turns out we're saying nothing is indispensable, that, that the, these things are not indispensable by Milum also. Only Shechit Kabbalah Chazrika, but the other things are not indispensable by Milum. Rechon says, no. Rechon Rishlaki say, by Milum it's indispensable. By the other ones, by other commandments, it's not. What, do, what is the Nafkamina? Like Smich and Tanufa, other things that we'll see tomorrow, that according to Biochon and Shlokesh, they are indispensable by the Miluim, even though they're not later on in Doros, and according to Bchanina, they're not indispensable by the Miluim either. Or right, we'll pick it up from here at the top of Dafhei Tamar Mitzvah Have a good day. Chag Sameach Lekulam.